the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Together for Good, brought to you by Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio. Together for Good exists to recognize and uplift the many people working together for the good of San Antonio and the surrounding communities. Now here's the host of Together for Good, Cody Knowlton. Hello and welcome back to Together for Good. This show is being brought to you by the Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio as a part of our mission to honor our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and our Baptist heritage by encouraging and funding health-related programs at area nonprofits and churches. Through Together for Good, we connect our audience to the great work of area nonprofits and churches. We are so glad you are joining us today. Well, most of San Antonio has some knowledge of the rich cultural history of San Antonio's near west side. The west side is known for being the cradle of artists, musicians, chefs, and activists. Residents often live in and raise their children in the same homes where they themselves grew up. Many grew up there considering their childhood on the west side as an integral part of their identity. Unfortunately, the West Side is deeply disadvantaged economically. Over half of adult residents do not have high school degrees. Median household incomes are some of the lowest in the country. And health care is often out of reach, either financially, geographically, or both. Well, the West Side is also home to one of San Antonio's oldest institutes of higher learning, Our Lady of the Lake University, also known as OLLU, or The Lake. Here today to give us a fuller picture of how a university can interact with the social and health care needs of the community it inhabits is the president of OLLU, Dr. Abel Antonio Chavez. And Dr. Chavez joined Our Lady of the Lake University as its 10th president just one year ago in July 2022. In that short time, Dr. Chavez has led efforts to secure more than $31 million in donations and grants and raised the profile of the university through more than 350 visits with local, state, and national leaders. A first-generation, first-in-family, son-of-immigrants, and bilingual administrator and academic, Dr. Chavez is committed to enhancing quality, access, affordability, and completion while serving the needs of students, families, economies, and campus. So, Dr. Chavez, welcome. Uh, we are so glad you are here. We, we talked about this before you got in, but you are the first Institute of Higher Education that we've had on Together for Good. So uh, quite an honor for the lake to be a part of this. And I couldn't think of a better university to bring forward than the lake, given your history, uh, given your location, uh, given the impact that you have on this community. So thank you for joining us today. Cody, what an honor. Thank you so much to you, Baptist Health Foundation. Uh, it's, we and I am truly humbled to be the first university on this very program. Thanks again for the invitation and for the uh, for the partnership. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's let's get going here. Um, can you give our listeners an idea of what space the lake occupies uh, in the San Antonio educational community? You mentioned this earlier. One of the oldest uh, institutions of higher learning here in our very city of San Antonio. We are located in the west side of our city. Seven eight two zero seven is our zip code. 
Uh, we serve about 2,500 students uh, across uh, undergraduate, master's, and doctoral degrees. Our mother campus is in San Antonio. We have two satellite campuses, one in Houston and one in Rio Grande Valley in La Feria, just six minutes from the U.S.-Mexico border. And uh, as a 127-year-old institution here in San Antonio, we are proud to be San Antonio, and we are proud to be Westside and uh, caring for our community with lots of love. Yeah, that's great. So uh, speaking of the West Side, uh, because that's that's your main campus, and we're here in San Antonio, so how does that location on the West Side uh, help uh, the lake impact the university's ability to fulfill its its calling or its mission? Well, look, Cody, we, we are founded by the Sisters of the Congregation of Divine Providence, a Catholic church uh, order, and founded, like I said earlier, over 127 years ago. And we continue with that same virtues set out by the Sisters uh, to care for our community through charity, through education, through justice. And as an institution of higher learning, we use our academic programs, our campus, uh, to educate the community, a community, as you said earlier, uh, that, uh, that has large amounts of challenges, but also a lot of assets to work from and to build off of. And as Our Lady of the Lake University, or OLU, we continue to, to lean into our Catholic faith to deliver a skills-based education and a values-based education while also transforming the community. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful y'all continue to focus on your faith mission because as Baptist Health Foundation, we we do that as well. We we fund uh, nonprofits in the San Antonio area with a faith background, a faith context. And I love that uh, a university like the lake uh, continues to to hold on to its its faith moorings and not venture, you know, Mm -hmm. from that. But uh, finding that that path, that space where you can be excellent academic uh, but in a Christian and, and church context. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that, that's wonderful. Dr. Chavez, now that you've been here a year or more, uh, you probably had a vision when you got here, but now a year that you've, you've been on campus and be able to see how things are going, you know, can you share your vision for uh, the lake and the role it plays in the community? I truly just continue to be inspired by our faculty, our staff, our students. In fact, just this morning, I was meeting with the incoming cohort and the second-year cohort and the third-year cohort of our doctorate in social work on our campus here in San Antonio. And I was sharing with those students that I continue to, to feed off of them. And so the vision that I've been sharing with students, with faculty and staff over the last year is only strengthening uh, here after one year, and that is to be the top university in the United States, uh, again, coupling our faith and our skills-based mission so that we could provide access and matriculation to absolutely every student who wants to access an institution of higher learning, that we retain our students at 100% levels and that we complete or graduate our students also at 100% of, of levels. Cody, the reality is that in Texas, there are about, last estimate, about 2.5 million adults with some college and no degree. Our Lady of the Lake University will not contribute to that number. In fact, we want to drive that number down. And just reminding folks, in the community and the space that we serve in San Antonio and the West Side, Our families are looking to us to provide access to higher learning and also get them to graduation so that they, too, can be change makers and change, really, the trajectories and the livelihoods for their families. Mm. 
Yeah, now that's that's a tremendous vision, and uh, I know it, it is modified over time, you know, to, to some extent, but uh, you have to start somewhere, uh, and when you go from there, it only uh, grows and becomes even better uh, with more that you know. I know there's a lot of exciting things happening at the lake, or Olu, but one thing in particular that the, the Baptist Health Foundation has found much interest in, and one thing I'd like for you to talk about today, and that is your new Center for Children and Family um, which which really I think speaks to uh, students who are you know learning in the classroom, but this is a way for them to also engage the community as well. So it's it's kind of a learning lab, if you will, for for mm-hmm. the students, but then also an impact on the community. So can you talk about that project, kind of how it got started, and and kind of where it is right now? Absolutely. So the Center for Children and Family uh, was a vision that was initially conceived ten years ago, about ten years ago. Um, and, and that vision accelerated at the point of the pandemic. Uh, when, we, when we started seeing throughout our community, yes, in the West Side, throughout San Antonio, and truly across the world, the effects that the pandemic was having on our communities on a mental health perspective. And so the Center for Children and Family, once again, thanks so much to the Baptist Health Foundation for your support and truly helping us conceive and, and drive towards completion, the Center for Children and Family. But the center goes along part of the vision of building healthy communities, spiritually, emotionally, physically uh, healthy communities. And that's what the Center for Children and Family does. And so it is going to be providing, it will provide mental health counseling services for our community. Um, it'll also provide communication disorder services for our communities. And, and very exciting, we are at the, at the beginning stages of a partnership with the medical provider that would then extend the services so that same space could be a one-stop clinic for our community, still offering services at low to little cost or no cost to our community. Mm -hmm. So some of these services the lake has already had in place, uh, I believe the communication sciences and disorders at the Harry Jerzyk place. So that'll be incorporated in this new center in addition to Mm -hmm. other services as well, which you mentioned, the mental health uh, and clinic part. Yes, correct. So the the first two services we've been doing for years, Mm -hmm. uh, communications disorders, we have a 60-year-plus service to our community around communications disorders. Mm -hmm. And and so what we're doing is providing a state-of-the-art, cutting-edge facility in our community, which which I shared with you earlier, I see our community to be a health desert. We want to fix that, Cody. Mm-hmm. We need to fix that. Our communities deserve uh, having access to an education to the health facility so that they could also uh, go to school and, and do so successfully so that they could seek out a job and gain the livelihood to also transition and grow their families. Uh, that, that's what this is about, to mm-hmm. build that ecosystem for our community to be healthy and to thrive. Yep. Yeah, couldn't agree more. So students will be involved, as they have been, Mm -hmm. with your other program, the Communication Sciences Mm -hmm. and Disorders. So, you know, some people may be initially apprehensive to a student is is doing uh, the services. What would you say to folks who are a little, well, wait a minute, I I want a professional person helping me here. I mean, what what is this? This is a student. Uh, How would you respond to that? That every student, whether they be master's students or doctoral students, they will be supervised by a licensed faculty member Mm. at every point, at any point of of providing services to a community member. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every student 
will always be guided by a licensed faculty member. Mm-hmm. Dr. Chavez, how will the center meet the cultural needs and expectations of the Westside residents who are, you know, right there around that center? Yeah, so the center, uh, I'll share with you in the audience that the center is envisioned to be uh, in between Commerce and Buena Vista and 20th and 21st, right in the heart of the West Side, adjacent to our campus. And the cultural needs, it starts with the architecture. So our architect, uh, our partner is integrating uh, culturally relevant flows and art into the design of the building itself. And also the licensed professionals that are going to be working out of that building are also going to be bilingual or multilingual to be able to service the families that are going to be accessing the uh, the healthcare facilities. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Well, uh, hey, folks, those of you who are listening to us today, this is Together for Good, brought to you by Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio. And I'm your host, Cody Knowlton. Uh, we're here today uh, with Dr. Abel Chavez. He is the president of Our Lady of the Lake University here in San Antonio, located over on the west side of the city. Uh, we've been discussing the university's involvement in improving healthcare outcomes uh, in the neighborhood and specifically their Center for uh, Child and Family. And so it's an exciting project that is going to happen, and we're, we're excited about that. Uh, Dr. Chavez, what stigmas or misconceptions uh, will have to be broken down on the West Side in order to provide the mental health services that y'all are proposing? Well, we have to start with uh, outreach, as we do in education, outreach to parents, uh, to the elderlies of the community, and to let them know that uh, needing help is okay, and that whenever the community needs help, we are here for them in a very genuine and sincere way. And so it starts with that and with those conversations, Cody. Uh, In in our Hispanic culture, Mexican-American culture, Uh, There is a stigma in seeking out mental uh, health services or counseling services, and that's that's what we have to do, right? We have to have those conversations that that it is okay, and that oftentimes life has has ups, has downs, it's topsy-turvy, and that we need to seek out those services, those mental health counseling services, in order for us to be successful as entrepreneurs, as business owners, in the classroom, outside the classroom. Yeah, and it's, it's a part of educating that, you know, you'd come in for your physical needs, you know, if you had a broken leg or an infection or something, you'd seek out a doctor that way. Well, same thing with a mental health issue is, you know, you, you have to seek out that professional. Mm-hmm. And what a better place to start than in a welcoming center uh, located on the west side on a university campus, which is, I think a lot of people feel like the lake is their neighbor, is mm-hmm. their, you know, is, is family. You know, that campus has been there forever. And it's a, it's a warm, welcoming new place that, like you said, the architecture will speak to this is for you you know come in mm-hmm. uh, this isn't your your typical sterile standard you know right. uh, health university kind of kind of place um, has the pandemic influenced the university's approach to providing these health services well the demand has accelerated without a doubt mm-hmm. my own urgency as the president of our lady of the lake university here in this first year has been ultra clear as i look around and I speak to various community members, and it's either they are struggling and they need access to mental health services, or it is a loved one within their same household that is struggling. That urgency for me uh, is is so front and center. And, and what I'm listening, what I'm hearing from families is that the pandemic 
exacerbated those needs. Mm -hmm. The reality, Cody, is that we are so close to breaking ground on that Center for Children and Family. Uh, We still have... Look, inflation has thrown a curveball, I think, in all of our plans, uh, no doubt, into our breaking ground of the Center for Children and Family. So we are a couple million dollars out before we are able to break ground and our and our community continues to uh, to ask me, hey, when can I see that space starting to go up? The land is ready. The architectural renderings are, are are ready. We have to close that out, and our and our community wants and needs truly needs that service. Yeah. Okay, listeners. Now's your time to call in. Doctor Chavez will be sitting here waiting for your call to get the last two million. <laughs> I would appreciate it. <laughs> I a bet lot. you would. And so would or the community. any amount for that matter. And so would the community. Well, yes. That, yeah. It uh, it is going to happen uh, for sure. Well, let's uh, back the train up just a little bit here and talk about all the other various health care education programs that that the lake offers that maybe our listening audience may not be aware of. Yeah, so I mentioned communications disorders of our, out of our Jerzyg uh, Center earlier. Phenomenal, 60-year-plus history. We also have an incredible social work program, which I mentioned earlier, too. I was visiting with the social work program earlier today. Incredible program. Uh, we have the mental health uh, resources also that we offer our students and, uh, and, and our community. Uh, we also have a robust science uh, offering. Speaking of health specifically, our kinesiology program, which was recently accredited, has an enormous vision. And that vision is to reduce the health disparities, the health reduce or eliminate the health outcomes within our West Side community. And what kinesiology is, is needing are the, the lab space and the lab equipment to, to, to run the tests uh, to improve the health outcomes and, and to eliminate those disparities within our community. We have a robust set of health offerings. Again, it goes back to the sisters of the Congregation of Divine Providence, our founders, who cared so much for the community, and our academic portfolio reflects that same care for our community. Yeah. Mm. What a good way for them to start the university with that in mind. Mm-hmm. How does the university foster a sense of community and ownership among the students, uh, preparing them to be change makers uh, through their future careers? That is from the very beginning at the point of orientation. Our semester or our academic year is about to kick off uh, in mid-August. And, and so at orientation, our students, we have a mass for our students and, and, and that, Cody, I tell you what, so beautiful to see our students come together at mass after a, a few days worth of programming where they are getting to know each other. It culminates with that mass. And then the faculty and administrators and staff uh, leave the chapel before our students. We go out into the main building at our Olu campus in San Antonio our students walk out of the chapel and we celebrate the students. We applaud them. We, uh, we, we cheer them on. Uh, that is an incredible way. And I witnessed this for the, for the first time last year. Incredible way to build that sense of community. And throughout the year, from uh, our incredible mall area in the center of campus, we have multiple festivities and activities and programs for our students. Uh, from a career services fair to a health fair etc. 
great way to build uh, community uh, with and for our students. But then also we have what we call living learning communities, uh, thematic-based living learning communities where a student who is interested in, let's say, social justice lives together. Or a new program of ours, the Futuro Leaders Scholars, also are going to be living together and, and receiving a leadership uh, a curricula uh, over the course of four years. We have a number of ways and very exciting. And what gives me so much pleasure and, and hope is that because we are a 2,500 student university, we are able to truly care for you, Cody, as if you were, because you are the most important student on our campus, and every student feels that. Yeah, I bet they do with that uh, level of attention and uh, and focus. And I love how the end of your orientation week ends on a spiritual mm-hmm. note, because that sends the message that mm-hmm. this is what's important here. This is our mission. We're not apologizing for that. You're in a chapel. It, it's mass. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, you're walking out and the faculty are, are cheering you on and praying for you. And I think... Uh, we can disagree about a lot of things, but, you know, hopefully we come together under a spiritual tent yes. that, that is welcoming to all, uh, no matter, you know, what they might feel about different matters. So um, what, what factors encourage students from low income areas to return uh, to their community after graduation? I mean, I mean, how do you all prevent this brain drain uh, on the West Side? You know, that is a real challenge. Absolutely. And that's something that I, as a first generation learner myself, am taking very seriously. Uh, I grew up in a neighborhood in Denver, Colorado, not that different from the west side here in San Antonio, Cody. Mm. And I see myself in a lot of our, our youth. And it is real. So what we're doing actively, we are racing to build research centers on our campus. Uh, so uh, we have a big effort around the sciences to be able to provide our students a, a pathway towards a biologist research uh, scientist in their home community, on their campus, mm. once they graduate. Um, as, uh, as our social work students, the Center for Children and Family would also provide a pathway for our students to, to earn a, uh, a decent, high-paying wage and also providing uh, livelihood for their family in their own neighborhood, on their own campus. And the list goes on. Mm. And, and a key part of, of our vision for Our Lady of the Lake University is, is providing multiple pathways on our very own campus, maximizing our 55 acres on campus to provide additional jobs for our community so that our graduates and others can find a place to build their businesses if they want to build a business, to, uh, to to fulfill their profession if that's what they want to fulfill in their own neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great plan. I, I think that that is an awesome plan. Uh, so for those students that are just kind of starting their journey uh, of maybe becoming a, a health professional, what, what advice would you give for them as they get going on that? Lean into it. Mm-hmm. Don't be don't be afraid. Uh, have courage. You will be all right. Yeah. And if, if, you, if you embark on that journey at Our Lady of the Lake University, I know you will be all right because we will take care of you. We will love you. We will embrace you. Right. 
Well, and I'm sure you'd, you'd encourage anyone who's hesitating, well, I can't afford, you know, the lake or any university for that matter to uh, to take that step forward. You know, there are people, I'm sure, on your campus that welcome, mm-hmm. you know, that hesitant student or even that hesitant family because mm-hmm. they're first generation that, oh, college seems kind of intimidating. You know, they're not going to accept us or, well, we're going to get all the way down the trail and then the money won't work out. And so uh, how would you how would you encourage those those families to say, come on in, you know, we can help. Oh, we could certainly help. We have a, an entire suite of scholarships that we offer our students uh, based on by discipline, based on interests. And that's just at the university. Uh, beyond the university, our admissions counselors will help you, student, and find that scholarship and you, family member, too, to, to find that scholarship that best aligns with your with your needs. And of course, there's a lot of free federal money out there, too. And there's also a lot of state money. Uh, that uh, that that further helps to reduce the cost of attendance. We are a team. The Our Lady of the Lake University and you, family, we're on the same team. We can and we will figure this out. Yeah, that's right. Well, if you're interested in uh, learning more about Our Lady of Lake University, uh, go to their website, which I'm sure is ollu.edu. Is that right? O-L-L-U-S-A dot edu. Okay. If you're interested in in being a student or making a donation or learning more about the center or any of their programs, or uh, I'm sure Dr. Chavez would love to hear from you as well. So uh, thank you for being a part of our program today. Uh, I believe we could probably talk another half hour, quite frankly, because I love higher education. I love having you uh, on our program today. Let me close this in a word of prayer. Uh, as a faith institution, I know you, you love that, and mm-hmm. we love that, too. Mm-hmm. So let me do that and bless Please. you as you leave. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the lake, uh, for its impact on San Antonio for these many, many decades. And uh, we're, we're grateful that it's here. We're grateful for Dr. Chavez for bringing him here uh, to lead and to guide this great university. Be with the faculty and students as uh, the beginning uh, of the school year nears. And uh, we pray for them as they embark on their journey. Uh, just go with us. And we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, Dr. Chavez, thank you for coming uh, here today to speak to us about the lake, and uh, we appreciate your commitment to giving to the community and instilling excellence in the graduates of OLOU. Uh, we'd be lost without well-educated and community-minded healthcare professionals, so thank you uh, for what you do. We really appreciate it. We'd also like to thank you for listening today, uh, listeners. We hope you've been encouraged by the work being done in our community to improve the lives of our neighbors. You can catch our episodes anywhere you get your podcast or by visiting Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio's website, and that's bhfsa.org forward slash together for good. We'll be back next week with another great conversation about health matters and the work of the nonprofits in our area. God bless everyone and take care. Thank you for tuning in today for Together for Good. We hope you've been encouraged, uplifted, and inspired. Until our next time together, may the Lord bless and keep you. And in all things, to God be the glory. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.